This is another episode of Talks with Tyler ISD, a podcast about the passionate people who have a heart for students. This podcast is brought to you by Texas Bank and Trust. Welcome to this episode of Talks with Tyler ISD. I'm your host, Jennifer Hines, and joining us today is Mr. Tim Loper, the Director of Facilities and Maintenance for Tyler ISD. Thank you so much for joining us. This isn't your first time being on our uh, podcast, so we appreciate you coming back. Well, thank you for the invite. I'm, I love being here. Well, last time, for those that did not listen to the last episode, you are a product of Tyler ISD, having um, attended both high schools, um, and you have really uh, been here for the entire transformation of Tyler ISD from a facility standpoint, starting back in 2004. Um, tell us a little bit about um, the current projects that you've got going on. I know we've got two big ones. We do, and thank you, uh, Jennifer. Um, we have Hubbard Middle School, the replacement of Hubbard Middle School. Um, we started that project back in June. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's moving along very well. They um, actually had a, believe it or not, a slab pour early this morning. It was elevated pour on the second floor, so we didn't Wonderful. have to worry about the mud. Yes. And... Um, They've actually framed the interior three-story section is completely framed out. Door jams are set, and they've actually started hanging sheetrock. That's amazing. Um, And uh, there's brick going on on the exterior. There's foundations going up in the new gym area. So it's really moving along. CDI is our contractor, and they're Mm -hmm. doing a really great job, as you can imagine, with all of the rain that we've had this. Right. Uh, has that slowed down the process? It has. It, yeah. it has. We have actually extended extended our schedules, mm-hmm. our completion dates, just a little bit um, because of that. But nevertheless, we still believe that we're going to get it open when we want to on schedule sometime uh, in maybe December 2024. Okay. And so... Um, they're really doing a good job. Like I said, they're doing work out of sequence mm-hmm. just to keep the job going because of the inclement weather and the mud and, and things that we have to deal with. So um, very, very good job. I'm appreciative to be part of that. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be a great looking building. Well, it's neat to to know that they can go ahead and move forward with other pieces when you do have to deal with things like the weather because you can't control the weather. Uh, so this building, it I mean, it looks beautiful. You can already, if you drive by, you can see it going up super fast. It's um, for 1,200 students. Um, and the other thing that people may not realize is the way that y'all are doing it is um, where the students are currently at the current Hubbard campus, and then you're also building right next door. Tell us a little bit about how that process is working. Yeah. So it's just basically phasing the project, so we do not interrupt uh, instruction. Um, other than we have to be a little quiet on test days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but so we minimize the, the loud noises that we can on testing days. But um, we should get the brand new campus done, and then we will move the current staff and students into the new building mm-hmm. and then demo the new building. What a lot of people don't probably know either is once we demo those buildings, Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where our field and track and parking lot goes. But this campus will be the only campus in Tyler ISD that has a full UIL approved eight lane track where we can host meets. 
Oh, that will be wonderful. Mm -hmm. So that's another great thing that kind of sets this campus apart from some of the other ones. And it also brings uh, Hubbard Middle School up to the same standards that we see across the district at Moore and at Bolter and at Three Lakes in terms of facilities and everything that the students have access to. So that's wonderful to see. What about... Um, I mean, we all know inflation's kind of gone up a little bit. How, from a from a financial standpoint, how are we doing? Well, we're we're doing okay. Yeah, we're, we're um, making it work. <laughs> fortunately, uh, our our general contractors locked mm -hmm. in a lot of prices early back in June. Yeah. Uh, before we even issued uh, purchase orders to them, and the board approved the project, so they were on top of that. Uh, I would say that the the one thing that has impacted both projects the most mm -hmm. is our electrical gear. Oh, okay. And yeah, and so we've, we've had to try to expedite expenditures and things just to get products in. Mm -hmm. And uh, they've done a good job of that because we, we told everyone in the beginning at both projects, look, if you've got materials and you got things that you can order that will help this project, go ahead and get them ordered and put yes. the materials on pay app will get you paid. So yep. that way they're not... You're not waiting. They're not waiting and mm -hmm. they don't tie their money up. Absolutely. I totally understand that. Well, now we've got to talk about the other project, mm -hmm. Early College High School. This is going to be a beautiful building uh, located right next to the Career and Technology Center. Where mm -hmm. are we with that? Because that one looks like it's going up really fast. Yeah, we started that one a little bit later in August. Um, but it is catching up now. It is a smaller building, right? Uh, and it should catch up. Uh, we we are have all our interior framing on the floor, first floor done. They're actually framing on the second floor now and finishing up hanging steel over the kitchen area. The tornado shelter, which mm -hmm. I didn't mention at the other campus, is a requirement for both uh, campuses in this new building code that was adapt adopted by the city of Tyler. Mm -hmm. But we should finish the steel on top of the tornado shelter and the last concrete pour on the tornado walls mm -hmm. um, and all that complete within two weeks and we'll start decking and roofing and start to dry in that project. Um, it's coming along really good now. As you mentioned, we got a, a milestone passed this past week. We got mm -hmm. our new transformer set. So we're ready for permanent power there, which is huge yes. for uh, the contractors because mm -hmm. we can get rid of temporary power and start powering up the building as we get spaces uh, ready and, and we can accommodate that. So, yeah, it's muddy. Um, <laughs> it's muddy out there. Yeah. It is muddy. And, and uh, you know, it's kind of disheartening to the, the contractors themselves and the superintendents that are on the projects, but... You know, they know the big picture, and as long as they do things out of sequence, what's cool is you can work trades yeah. once you have second floors and things done like mm -hmm. that. It's just, you just get a little muddy getting there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, now, it's not just the building that y'all are working on. You've got something going on with the field and the back kind of behind the uh, where the... Um, where the pool area is, what is going on back there? Okay, so that is actually a like a 70-yard turf field. Wow. And uh, yes, we got the retaining walls done because mm -hmm. it was a big cut job, cut the soils cut out. Cut into them. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, the retaining walls are done, French drains are in. Uh, they'll be, as soon as we get some dry weather and forecast it for a while to be dry, we'll mm -hmm. get our turf company in here 
to start putting that down. And that's actually for PE, mm-hmm. um, for the early college students, so we can do outdoor activities on it. Not only that, it can be dual used for mm-hmm. the career in technology, for firefighting and exercising and with that group. So having the early college here is is really um, a great, efficient way to be able to marry both programs together, especially with a cafeteria here now. Right, because currently we are busing students to and from Legacy and Tyler High, and this would allow them to stay, grab a bite to eat for lunch, and not have to go back just to be fed. Uh, and, and that will cut down on that as well. So when they get to those upper level classes, they, they might just be at the Career and Technology Center all day doing their, their work. That's correct. So it gives the uh, administrators here at Career and Technology great scheduling mm-hmm. um, capabilities Yes. because some students, as you mentioned, may take a, a two-hour class right before lunch and then have to be bused back to their campus. And if they have a class that's right after lunch. Mm-hmm. Then um, their bus drive back. Their bus drive back. <laughs> so that, you know, we can gain a lot of efficiencies that way and just gives them flexibility, uh, in, so much better flexibility here right. at the Correct Current Technology Center. Well, and also it will allow the students at early college high school to have access to the courses at the Career and Technology Center. Currently, that's not something we're able to do. And early college high school currently is in um, the old Stewart building, sharing it with RISE, which is, an, is another one of our high schools. And so moving early college high school out will allow RISE to also expand. So you're, you're really supporting two programs with this building. That's correct. That's correct. And that's not all you've got going on because we're we're about to hit summer and I know that you've got the summer projects going on. One thing that's really cool and some people may not realize, but three cents out of the um, the tax rate is put towards keeping all of these beautiful buildings going because you do have to replace the HVAC systems. You do have to replace the roofing. You do have to keep the paint nice. Uh, tell us mm-hmm. what you have on schedule for this summer. Well, if I can remember all of it, <laughs> Jennifer, I was actually just discussing that with my team today. So we try to split up some of these responsibilities. But uh, we repaint uh, schools every seven years, and that all comes from our three cents of the preventive maintenance, which is is I'm so proud that the board is such facility. Well, they they support our facilities and like yeah. to keep them up. So, yes, it does replace roofs. It repaints. It redoes paving. Mm-hmm. Uh, it redoes HVAC. We do some flooring projects with it and some special projects. So, right now we are repainting Bolter, mm-hmm. Moore, and Rice. Mm-hmm. Um, we are replacing uh, fencing at the uh, career, at the transportation area mm-hmm. uh, that's lived its life cycles. We're doing several paving projects, uh, joint seal, concrete seal throughout the district. We're reseal coating and replacing asphalt patches at uh, transportation area, which that's huge because we have to mm-hmm. move all the buses somewhere. Right. But we'll do that in, in phases. Um, we're replacing the roof mm-hmm. on a hog mm-hmm. administration building, the old maintenance building, which is now transportation. And um, well, administ- 
a lot well and maybe gary as well um, and gary, gary as yes well. gary yeah. thank you for sure reminding. well one thing i think that's really interesting is people may not realize how big our district is. It's 193 square miles. That's like half mm. the size of the city of San Antonio. And um, we have 36 different buildings because we not only have the campuses, but we also have, you know, buildings where our police department is, our, um, you know, our nursing staff, our uh, administrative staff, career and, um, I mean, not career, curriculum and instruction. You have all of these buildings where you have other people housed. So it is quite a lot to, to keep up with. It is. And, you know, we, we do a good job of, of keeping <clears throat> on top of like our roofs and the condition of our roofs and mm -hmm. our parking lots and all that. We evaluate those every year. Uh, I have a database and we know when the air conditioners are going to supposedly live their life cycle. We right. start looking at them early and start staggering those replacements um, because as we all know that three cents of the tax rate though, it's great uh, when you build everything at the same time. The it all, it all, the life cycle all happens at the same time. That's yes. right. So this, all of this data gives us an opportunity to stagger these replacements and mm -hmm. try to keep this preventive maintenance fund going um, because we made a promise to the taxpayers that we would certainly protect the investment. Absolutely. They've been they've been very, very supportive of us. Mm -hmm. And um, we, and not all districts do that. I no. mean, some people, some districts go out for a bond for preventative maintenance. But the, all that's from... Uh, the vision and insight of the board members from 2000 since I've been here mm -hmm. up to now and and it's currently stands the case with this board and our superintendent. Well, and what people also need to realize is while we do have buildings, I mean, I would say almost all of our buildings that the students are in 20 years or younger, but still you're at that 20 year point, you are having to replace some bigger systems, making sure things, you know, they have run their life, yeah. even though they are a newer building. That's exactly right. It's just like the roofing that we're doing right mm -hmm. now. Um, we've been deferring that mm -hmm. uh, to, until we want to make sure that that we're going to have full utilization of these buildings. And, and also when you replace roof, you increase the value of that building anyway. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's um, a big part of it. And um, we're just fortunate that we can do it. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, if anybody wants more information, I know we do drone footage of the early college high school and Hubbard Middle School going up. You can always go to tylerisd.org slash bond 2022 to get all of mm -hmm. the updates on the construction there. Um, what is something that you would like for the uh, community to know just in terms of the timeline for these bond projects? Do I mean, it sounds like we're still kind of um, on track, but maybe pushed a little bit. Yes, we are. Um, we are on track. We're within budget. Yep, that's and, a good one. <laughs> and uh, so, and that's a that's always a good thing. Uh, we still have a ways to go on them. Um, actually, uh, our construction schedules show us being done with um, actually the three story class wing, all the academic area at Hubbard in uh, December 24 mm -hmm. and uh, so we could actually maybe have a March move in there mm -hmm. maybe we'll see yeah and and also 
Actually, I got that backwards. Early college was December 24. Okay. And then um, that would be uh, uh, a March possibly finish in uh, the uh, Hubbard project. So okay. we hadn't made that decision to pull that trigger. because right. There's a lot of logistics that have to happen for well, that. Well, and you want to do it right. You don't want to rush yeah. into a, a new building that isn't 100% ready to go. And we know that there are factors out there that, you know, whether it might be a little bit of a supply chain delay or the lovely weather we've had so far in the month of May and back in April that has, has kind of kept some of those construction projects from going along. But the, the buildings, definitely, you can tell they are coming together. It's exciting to see. And I know that the students will be excited to move into those new facilities when the time comes. Yep. Thank you so much, Mr. Loper, for joining us again today. And thank you for listening to this latest episode of Talks with Tyler ISD. If you would like more information on all things Tyler ISD, you can always download our Tyler ISD app or sign up for our district newsletter at get.tylerisd.news. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Texas Bank and Trust. Subscribe to Talks with Tyler ISD on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Please share this episode with your friends and family.